98FM, it is the Saturday Social with Rachel. Now, you might have already kickstarted your plan to be physically fit this year, but are you going to be financially fit in 2022? Well, here with some tips is Enda McGuinness from InvestWise Financial Planning. Enda, thanks so much for your time today. Thanks, Rachel. Now, Enda, I know January and kind of the start of a new year is always a good time. I feel like a lot of people get physically fit at this time of the year. They use that as a kind of a kickstarter. But I suppose it's also a good time to get financially fit. It is, yeah. And the January is a time of year when we think about what the what the rest of the year might hold for us. And we start to do our planning, whether it be some life planning our health planning or all sorts of planning. And like you mentioned, they're physically fit. Um, you might put a a fitness plan in place, you might put a meal plan in place, you can also put a financial plan in place that will help you get get financially fit for 2022. And the, the actual planning aspect of it is probably one of the most important parts of it, setting out what your goals and objectives are for the year yeah. in terms of your finance your finance goals. They will help you they will help you achieve them. Um, and, you know, the, the, the better shape your finances are in general, the better the better uh, people's uh, health is. And Definitely. they're very much related. And like, I'm, I'm really delighted to be talking to you about this today, Enda, because I feel like it is something that we kind of overlook a little bit. You know, we're kind of into the dieting and all the rest. But when it comes to finances, people kind of, they almost shy away from it, Enda. Do you think that people are sometimes get a bit overwhelmed? They don't even know where to start when it comes to saving. They can, yeah, because they feel that there's a bit of mystery around finances and then, you know, do I have enough? What can I spend? What's my income? Should I should I be earning more? You know, I should do I need to change job? But really what, what what they need to decide are what are their objectives in terms of the finance and how are they linked to their life, you know? Like are you planning to buy a house, get married, have some children, change job, do some travelling, whatever the case might be. If we identify what those objectives are and then set, set out when we want to achieve them and then we, then, we, then we can quantify how much they cost and then we can start putting in place a plan to help us work towards those objectives, okay? So if we've got an end, if we've got an end point of where, of where we want to go, then that will give us a bit more clarity around how to actually achieve those objectives. Putting numbers around them then becomes part of a process. The hardest thing is to set out what is the objective, when do I want to do it and how much do I think it's going to cost. After that, the, the process involves, you know, seeing what your income is going to be on a month-to-month yeah. basis, seeing what your expenses are going to be. Well, a big one I know, and a lot of people listening will be kind of thinking about for this year is the old deposit for um, a house for, you know, for getting yeah. that mortgage. It's such a huge thing at the moment. So many people really struggling with it, but really trying their hardest. So if you're, you know, aiming to save that deposit with, or maybe even half of it this year, how do you go about that? Do you, do you set a figure, you know, like 10,000, then you look at your wages, like how much of your wages should you be setting aside for that? Okay, so like the, the 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 maximum figure that people should generally spend in, whether it's a mortgage or rent, you know that that the bank rate see is somewhere between thirty and thirty five percent is 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 the max that you would like to spend it on that. If you're paying rent and trying to save for deposit, that is obviously difficult. Yeah. Um, so what the options are is to identify how much you plan to spend, okay, yeah. and then what's going to be. 10% of that uh, if you're a first-time buyer, 20 if you're a second-time buyer, okay? So identifying what your budget is will, will, will make will make a, a, a big help to, towards that. Then you can see, look, what are my actual monthly expenses, my fixed outgoings, whether it be rent, whether it be loan repayments, car repayments, you know, crash fees, you know, education fees, whatever the case might be, utilities. Um, ident- ident- identifying what your fixed payments are and then including 
you know, a saving for a deposit in that. It now becomes a fixed payment that one that you have to pay, like you have to pay your rent or you know, like you have to pay any any other bills that that that, that are fixed from month to month. That gets you to the psychological position of right, I'm going to save for this. Identifying the amount will be related to how much you need to save, related to the deposit, related to how much you need to, you you plan you plan to spend. Okay. So like I'm saying, if you if your goal is that I want to buy a house um, in 12 months' time and I'm planning on spending maybe. Three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, right? Well, if I'm a ten percent deposit, and if, if, if there's two of us, right? Well, then that's seventeen thousand I want to save in the in, in, in the next number of months. Now you, you would say, right? Well, I'm going to save twelve hundred euro a month or that. And we say, well, look, some months I've got more excess income, and some months I've got less. Setting out what those months are and when those months are going to occur will really help you because you might say, well, look, in August when I'm away on holidays, I can only save five hundred, mm-hmm. but in February where I'm not doing much at all, you know, I'm I'm, I'm sitting home and I'm minding, minding myself, I can save maybe fifteen hundred or so like that. That process applies no matter what the goal is. Absolutely and I didn't actually think about that because in my head I was thinking if you're setting aside a certain amount that's kind of it for the year but I suppose you can increase it or decrease it depending on what your outgoings are any given month. You know, you, can, you might have you, a busy, you course, a busy yeah, yeah. month with weddings and all the rest. Okay so you mentioned there like obviously to take into account your big outgoings like obviously rent, you know if you've got childcare fees obviously you have to buy food for yourself and done all that. Um, mm, yeah, you, have are, live, yeah. you have to live but um, you know, are there some more kind of hidden costs that we don't really think about? Like I actually just yesterday was reviewing all my subscriptions to, you know, music websites, uh, you know, TV stuff. And they all kind of add up those kind of little things you don't really think about. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And, and they can be a there, there can be there can be much better value to be found. And funnily enough, I was looking at a, at a, at a financial plan for a client this morning and I see that between broadband TV and Netflix, the total cost is about 180 euro a month. Wow. Okay, and I went online to check, and you know it's it's the client has sufficient income, so it's 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 not a massive difference to them. But I went online to check, and they can get the same plan for actually about fifty five euro a month for the first twelve months, and then a hundred euro a month thereafter after wow. twelve months. So automatically, you know, they're going to save; they could be getting that for eighty euro less at least. That's thousand euro a year. Okay, yeah. now, a thousand euro a year is not going to uh, make or break anyone's deposit, but it will help. It could be a holiday, yeah. you know. It could be the difference between buying, um, you know, being able to change your car or not this year, you know. So looking at what your subscriptions are in terms of broadband, TV, phone, your Netflix, your Spotify, and all them, and um, looking for value in them make, makes a big difference, especially around the utilities, yeah. like the broadband, the TV, and the phone. Like even on on a on a um, a mobile phone bill, you might be paying eighty euro a month to because uh, you want to get a new phone whereas you really would because you know the the, the the providers indicate that they're subsidizing the phone they're not you're subsidizing their bulk purchase of it if you went and bought the phone phone outright then you could get a sim only plan for 25 euro a month that's 65 euro or sorry that's um, 55 euro a month that you would save over 10 months you probably have the phone paid for as opposed to a 24 month contract you know yeah. looking at what the actual numbers are in terms of you know how much you're spending on each individual subscription. Yeah. If you, if you put them down on 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 a, on a spreadsheet or or, or, or on a, in a table, they'll tell you as to where you can actually save. And switching it, utility provider every year it, makes a big difference. Yeah, that, and there are little things like that. End, I think a lot of people just don't think about because you sign up for something, and let's face it, people just get a bit lazy and they just let it roll over. So they are ways that can definitely help you while you're saving. And I assume there's also little everyday savers, and like. You know, maybe someone who gets a takeaway coffee every day doesn't need to get that takeaway coffee every day. Yeah, yeah, that that that, that can help. Even though I mean, I'm not a coffee drinker myself, but I understand that a lot of people need a lot of tea, <laughs> need coffee to get going in the morning. But I do notice that you know, occasionally I, I I buy a coffee with my wife, and I know that if you bring bring your your keep cup with you, the coffee is thirty cents cheaper. Yeah. Okay, that's a that, that's a very small saving. But you did that, you know, twice a day. 
um, every week, you know, that, that that's going to make a bit of a difference. I think really, if you're looking at what your your, your monthly outgoings are, if you make sure you're getting value and, and you review them, you know, you don't need to review them every month or, you know, maybe every six months or when they when they come up for renewal, we'll see, can I get a better deal here by switching to a different provider, okay? But getting visibility of your finances is probably one of the most yeah. important things because that allows you to then get control and allows you to have peace of mind well, listen, some fantastic tips there, Enda, and I think that's definitely inspired me to get a financial plan in place for 2022, and I'm sure a lot of people listening. If people want to find out a bit more about what you do, Enda, or maybe need a bit of a hand with uh, their planning, where can yeah. they head along to? Yeah, so they so they can they can check out our website at uh, investwise.ie or they can send us an email at, at info at investwise.ie. Perfect. Well, Enda McGuinness from Investwise Financial Planning, thank you very much for your time on the Saturday Social on 98FM. Thanks, Rachel.